If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. The, the thing that you have to keep emphasizing to these guys is we are beating ourselves right now. And it's not them, it's not me, it's we. We are beating ourselves. It's missing that tackle, missing those tackles, missing a few, a few key assignments, get, not getting off the ball on, on uh, or not getting off the field on third down changes the game dramatically. If you can get those things corrected, guys, you may have only given up 10 points. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and Nate Klaus as his defensive coordinator, Eric Shenander as the good news with Nebraska, they didn't really allow the big plays. In fact, there were there were there was no runs over thirty. Only one run longer than twenty, um, and one big pass play Wisconsin had. The bad news is there were a lot of seven to nine yard type plays. Way too many, um, you know, plays like that for the Badgers. But to be fair for Nebraska, Robin, they were very shorthanded. You could make a case that they were missing their two most physical players on defense up front, in Carlos Davis and Darian Daniels. Um, and, and, you know, they had to put some guys in some very difficult spots. But the back end of the defense was where the problem was. Lots of missed tackles. Nebraska missed 19 as a defense. Wisconsin missed 18. Uh, but 11 of the 19, according to Pro Football Focus, came from the secondary. And they talked about that this week. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that Jonathan Taylor could run for 200 yards and two touchdowns, and you'd consider it a good day. But that's what it was because, I mean, for the most part, they kept Wisconsin's offense contained. But the issue was uh, how many – you talked you know, about Dedrick Mills breaking tackles. How many plays did Jonathan Taylor get met by a defender uh, with what would have been a minimal gain and he carries him for another five to you know seven yards and turns uh, a, a mediocre gain to a first down? I mean, that happened far too often. Uh, or there was cases where defenders just took a terrible angle and flat out missed. Uh, you watch some of the highlights of, of Taylor's runs. Uh, some of those defensive backs just completely olay uh, on tackles. And, I mean, that you – the number of missed tackles was terrible on both sides of the ball, but uh, you know Nebraska, you know, they probably could could have saved themselves a lot of um, you know physical toll in that game had they been able to wrap up and gang tackle the way that they talked about all week uh, needing to be able to do to slow down Wisconsin. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor definitely got his uh, against Nebraska, but didn't he didn't demoralize you like like it was, his, it was his worst game yet against Nebraska. It, yeah, put that into context. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> but he finished with nearly 700 yards against the Huskers over his career. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the I think the missed tackles by the secondary is what what really hurts you. Um, not just on on Taylor, but also um, and I forget who caught that pat, that touchdown pass, that long touchdown. AJ Taylor. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, it looked like Nebraska should have had him down two or three times and. Somehow or another, he was able to stay on his feet and and turn that 
turn that play into a touchdown when uh, that, that probably should never have happened. But, uh, yeah, that's something that Nebraska is definitely going to have to clean up here over these next two games if, if they want to you know give themselves a chance to, to get to where they want to go and in the bowl game. I think Cam Taylor Britt has battled, obviously, his shoulder injury. Boodle has battled. I mean, they, they've all battled some stuff on everyone. Dis- Dismuke's been hurt, like, basically all season, yeah. according to Eric Janander. So I think when Dismuke – and Ta- and Cam Taylor Britt are are not a hundred percent with their shoulders. They're having a hard time just finishing and tackling on the back end, which I think that's half the battle at this point. Yeah, it's hard to come in and you know go one hundred percent authority on your tackle when you know it's gonna it's gonna sting you pretty good. And these guys are playing through a lot right now. I actually talked to Cam Taylor Britt earlier this week and. Uh, you know, he said that you know he and he and Markel uh, lean on each other a lot because they're both playing through some some pretty good pain right now, uh, and you know they've had to take on a, a workload that uh, has has been difficult on, on them physically. So you know for them to hold up the weight that they have, you got to commend them. But certainly that's having an impact in just you know efforts like we saw against Wisconsin, just being able to wrap up and make a solo tackle. Yeah, it's crazy all the injuries. Uh, I mean, Deontay Williams goes out. That's a, that's to, a bigger th- looking back on the yeah. season. That's going to be a bigger blow than I think most people are going to appreciate. Because then Cam Taylor Britt could be your it changed true, everything. He could be it your true nickel right at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. and that was the plan to move him around all those different spots, play him inside, outside, nickel, whatever. Yeah, yeah that that really did change everything. And then then you add in um, you know guys being banged up like Markel and and Cam Taylor Britt. And then a lot of those younger guys too, you know, as the depth kind Noah of. No Paula Gates yeah, and Javen no, Wright are out. Yeah, they're surgeries. out with surgeries. Um, you know, it's so I mean, shoot, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at your scholarship uh, defensive backs and you're going, man, we're we're pretty thin here. And and, and then you move on to the, however Eli, many Eli the other Sullivan positions. hasn't played in a long time either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he hasn't. They either. just kind of lost favor with him, or or what? Because he played significant snaps early in the year. Yeah, and, and he, I mean, when he was out there, he was doing fairly well. So I mean, I don't know what he would have done to, you know, to get in a doghouse, or I don't know if that's what you want to say, but you know, if what he would have done to lose favor with the staff. And it sounds like that move of putting Boodle at safety is something they're going to stick with uh, going forward, at least for this year. I think they like Cam Taylor better on the perimeter than they do at safety. Um, and I think they, they feel comfortable enough with Boodle considering where their safety depth depth is right now. Well, and then you look at the defensive line guys with, with the two guys out. I mean, we knew Darian Daniels was going to be out, but what if I told you this on Saturday, Robin, in Maryland trip? We're going to go out to Maryland. I worked practice all week with you. We get to Maryland, and I'm just going to tell you on Saturday, you know what, I'm not, not going to work the game. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of what happened with, with um, Carlos Davis. He practiced all week. He went through Friday night with the team at the hotel. Saturday morning, he tells the staff he's not good enough to go. And I know Frost didn't want to come out and say it like this, but there was disappointment. No one's going to lie, try to sugarcoat that. I think there was a lot of disappointment in that. And um, it caught everybody by surprise, and it forced them to play Finn Anderson at nose, um, you know, against an All-American center, and Ty Robinson had to play some nose in that game against an All-American center. Um, so that Carlos Davis deal was fairly significant, just to drop on the staff on game day. Well, all of a sudden you're left without two thirds of your starting defensive line. I mean, that's difficult enough to overcome uh, against a great running team, let alone against the, one of the best rushing attacks in college football. So uh, again, that's what makes you look back. Yeah, Wisconsin put up a ton of numbers, but considering the circumstances, Nebraska answered the call pretty well. I mean, well enough for you know them to have a chance to win that game, which 
all things considered, it's about all you can ask for. But yeah, the Davis thing, it makes you wonder if there was more to that. Uh, you know, Frost came back later, I think on Monday, and said that, you know, they, they knew he was banged up, but he was able to practice. They just didn't know it was going to be an injury significant enough to make him miss the game. And so I think that's where the surprise element came in. Like, the fact that he was hurt wasn't the issue, but the fact that it apparently was that bad, uh, I don't think anybody really knew it until Carlos came to him on Saturday morning. Well, there's a big difference between maybe seeing your reps go down or, or be limited in, in the reps that you can give and not, not even suiting up right. or not even being able to play. Um, but I'll tell you what, from, from talking with Tony Tuioti, he was pretty impressed with, with the way that Finn Anderson and especially uh, Ty Robinson were able to step up and, and play. And even Ben Stilley mentioned, you know, when, when you got a guy, a true freshman, going out there for really his first extended play. And against go, Wisconsin. Yeah, against Wisconsin, against an All-American center. Ty Robinson did a hell of a job, and, and he didn't give up any catastrophic plays. Stilley said, you know what, when you're a true freshman – um, you you you're just kind of trying not to give up that that big time play and get completely expose the the defense to you know have being in the wrong gap or whatever and exposing the defense to a, a monster play and and he didn't do that I mean he he played really well and uh, I think that he's going to have a bright future. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show um, as we talk defensive storylines and Keem Green hardly played at all so. It kind of tells you where he's at maybe with his development. He still has a ways to go as both Ty Robinson and Finn Anderson played significantly uh, more um, in this game. Yeah, it sounds like Toyota said that the big thing with him, with Keem, is playing like he's the biggest, strongest guy on the field. Because right now, I mean, he is that guy. He's just not playing like it. All right, when we come back, we're going to take your questions in the mailbag. Mike Wheeler will join us in studio next. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show. <laughs> 